You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Mob Wives After Show. What up, Mob Wives fans? Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another AfterBuzz TV After Show for Mob Wives. Season 3, Episode 18. Time and punishment. And I know you guys are sitting here like, holy shit, who is this lady across the table from you? We missed her. Sassy Gabby Loren over here. What's up, guys? I've missed you too. Like, honestly, this is surreal right now because I haven't been in a room with Roxy in like I know. months. It's really good to have you I back miss in the house. you. Seriously. I wasn't here for a really long time and you weren't here for yep. a really long time. And I, it's like, I kind of hoped that After Buzz would just stop in time, but. It didn't. They kept moving on without us. <laughs> I know, but it's okay. We're jumping back on. We're I, jumping back on. I know. On. We're back. We're here. Next week, I swear, I hope we have the whole team together. We're just like trying to, <laughs> to wrangle the people in. But it's not because we don't love the show. Right. We love the show. We love everything to do with Mob Wives, anything East Coast. That's true. I have to say. Do you feel kind I'm of pathetic fan. ever when people are asking you what your favorite shows are? And I'm always like, seriously, you need to start watching Mob Wives. And they're like, are you kidding me? Isn't that show supposed to be crap? And I'm like, it's amazing. It's honestly so funny when, like, because I feel like people expect you to say some serious show. Right. Which, I mean, we host serious shows, too. But at the same time, like, I love these, like, get down and dirty reality shows. They're so much fun to talk about. They're drama-filled, and it's more interesting to watch sometimes. These women are amazing. The plots on the show, it's like, if this was scripted television, it wouldn't be as interesting. These, Which they're these, trying to do this now, you know, know, with scripted stuff. I know, but these plots are so insane. I can't yeah. wrap my mind around the fact that this is an actual show. I know this is ridiculous, and I talk about it every time we come on that I love this show so much, but it's new to me. Right. Like, as of this season, I started picking it up, and I'm like, oh, where have I been? So tell your friends to watch the show. Tell your friends to watch our after show. And most importantly, tell them to go to our iTunes and give us that five-star and comment something nice, something mean. We don't really care. Just comment and let us know how you're feeling. Exactly. Let us know what you think. Or on YouTube. You know, we're kind of all over the place. We are. We're everywhere. Like, you don't even have to, like, leave your house. We are everywhere. If you- <laughs> Legit. The way you say that sounds scary. We're everywhere like mob us. <laughs> we're like love. And if you don't do this, we're going to poison you and stab you in front of your mothers. Wait, so, so you host mean? you host Bad Girls Club, too, right, Roxy? No, I don't do Bad Girls no, Club. Oh, you don't? I thought for some... Jesse Janity Yeah, Jesse right? Janity does okay, it. Okay, because 
because Gian was telling us a funny story how his massage client today watches After Buzz and he found out. And they also watch Serial or they've seen the Serial Buddies trailer and they're going to go to the movies this Saturday. So people who are confused right now and they're like, what is Serial Buddies? <laughs> okay, Adventures of Serial Buddies, this amazing film that could possibly be coming out near you depending where you live. Right. Los Angeles, San Francisco, Boston, New York, and I'm a horrible person for getting the last one. Uh, Chicago. Chicago. And anyway, yeah. it's this awesome movie mm-hmm. with, of course, our very own Maria Menounos. Right. But we've also got a million other people in it. Um, Henry Winkler, Artie Land. Gifford. Um, uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. Christopher Lloyd. Uh, Beth Bears from Two Broke Girls, who's right. also a friend. She's awesome. The whole movie is incredible. It's so funny. And you guys got to go. It's coming out on the 8th. What's today? That's in like two days. One day. That's tomorrow. One day tomorrow. (laughs) Isn't it crazy? The week flew tomorrow. But you guys, you can go to the movie theaters, get your tickets. You go to AMC.com. You can get tickets to it. Adventures of Serial Buddies. You really should go. It's so freaking funny. I mean, Roxy and I are going on Saturday. So come on, guys. We're cool kids. So if we're going, it's trendy. And, you know, don't you want to be trendy like us? I know. And it looks like such a funny movie. So I feel like it's going to be great. It's one of those movies you can go grab drinks with your friends before. You can go. You kind of buzzed. You laugh your ass off. You have the best time. Like, make a whole night of it. Anyway, okay, back to Mob Wives. <laughs> We're, like, just plugging things left and right right now, but it's because they're important. Exactly. So let's get into Drita a little bit because I haven't heard your opinion on this because you have been MIA, yes. being a busy chick. So Drita comes home last week, and we see that Lee is home. And by see, we don't actually see because Lee doesn't want to be on camera, so we hear. Lee is home. Drita's freaking out. And now Drita's talking to Renee. And they're at this pizza place, and Drita's like, we're so in love, and the kids love him, and this is like a fairy tale, and it's perfect, 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 perfect. How long is this going to last, and are you just like, Drita, snap out of it, or are you excited for her? Honestly, I, how many times did he cheat on her, first of all? Like, I mean, she only found out that one time, right? Because she thought he was loyal. She or at found least she out. She only found out and admitted it that one time. I mean, it's embarrassing. Yeah, what is she going to keep saying? Oh, he cheated on me once, twice, five times. Like, what? Well, to me, I'm not about it. Like, I had an ex boyfriend in New York who cheated on me, first boyfriend to ever cheat on me. And honestly, it's miserable. And, like, Wait. I gave him that second chance. Hold on. You don't like to get cheated on? No, well, I never so was. Weird. I was, like, foreign to that. You know what I mean? And I was no, I cheated on, and it's miserable. And, like, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, tried to give him a second chance, and it doesn't work. So do you Once think a cheater, you, always a cheater. See, I have to disagree with you because, mm-hmm. obviously, in my little naive mind, I also have an ex who cheated on me, and then we got back together, and, of course, he cheated on me again. So I think most of the times a cheater most of the time, stay cheaters. Yeah. But I don't think everybody who cheats is always going to be a cheater, especially if you have a huge life-changing experience, such as going to jail or your wife staying by you. And if you guys have kids in this situation, I'm not saying he's not going to cheat on her again, but I'm, I'm not saying he is. You think 100%, no question about it? I also see what you're saying, but at the same time, you're saying, oh, but when you go to jail, it's a life-changing experience. Some people come out of jail, and they're the same freaking person they are as when they went in and started that process. You know what I mean? Some people change, yeah, but... I feel like once you've developed your patterns through life, mm-hmm. you're and at your age you're cheating. At God, no, he's probably like 40, 50, I don't know. 75. I don't think, yeah, I don't, <laughs> you never know. I don't think those types of people are going to change their ways, you know? But how, how does Drita know? If he's going to cheat, how's she going to catch him? 
I just don't understand because if you're going to give somebody a chance, the truth of the matter is you can't hold it over their head that they used to be a cheater. If you're giving somebody a yep. clean slate, you That's have to have a clean slate. And now I just feel like she's not going to trust him. Anytime he leaves the house, she's going to be like, where are you going? What are you doing? Who are you seeing? She's going to follow him. She's going to be paranoid. And he doesn't deserve that. And that's not happy. He, he either, A, isn't cheating on her, in which case he doesn't deserve for her to treat him like he is, or B, he is tre- cheating on her and he doesn't deserve to be with her. You know what I also so want to bring up? Like, she she mentioned the, the um, statement, I swallowed my pride, you know? Yes. And to me, okay, these women are such strong women. They have big personalities on this show. Obviously, that's why they were casted. But what comes off to me is that, like, they're putting on this facade that they're these really strong women. They could take on anything. They're kind of like men, in a sense. But when it comes down to it, they're really weak inside, and they're, like, overcompensating for it. And, like, coming, I, they're coming off with this image that they really can handle anything, but they are really emotional. You mean thick exterior yeah, and soft interior? Exactly. And I don't think that, like, she's saying she swallowed her pride, but that to me, you're saying you're weak. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. That's so if what you were her, saying. you're saying she should have dumped him and said, I know you're the father of my children, but I don't care. Go get your shit together elsewhere. If they're going to get their shit together, he lives outside the house. You go to therapy together. What, therapy? Yeah. And then see if his behavior changed. If it doesn't, and he also has to cut ties with anyone he cheated on. I mean, cheated with. You know what I mean? Right. So if he can't pass those simple, you know, rules, then there's no relationship there. It's not going to happen. Along, and I don't think it should. I, I kind of agree in this sense that on, along the lines of what you're saying, she said another quote of hers was, when it comes to love and it comes to my family, I'm like, fuck it. And oh my god, that was that was actually said. I didn't just swear. Something you guys might not know is that I'm on after buzz, um, like jail time right Probation. now. Probation. There we go. And I'm not allowed to swear anymore because Phil says it makes me sound like an idiot. Wait, but I didn't even know that was like not okay. I mean, I knew it was in the rules, but on a show like this, Phil, is that really not okay? I don't know if he's listening it's to us right now. Wives. But the quote said it, so I I, I need some. Steve, do you think that it's okay if a quote says it? I'm allowed to say it, right? How about no? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, so thanks. <laughs> so okay, so fine. She says, "F it." Then, so here's the thing: should you change your morals and your standards because it comes to your family? I think the exact opposite. When it comes to your family, the last thing you should do is change your morals and your standards. Yeah, you're also setting an example for your children, so right. you're setting the wrong example. They're going to follow in those footsteps. It, the bottom line, I just think it's too fast. Like, let it, She wants to buy him this car now, and she wants to do everything she can for him, and I do get what she was saying. She was like, I was nothing before him, and he gave me the world. Right. It was kind of sweet. It really was. She was like, look at this fur. Look at my watch. Look at my car. Look at these rims. Love the nickname Lady Boss. Like, awesome. Uh, Money doesn't buy love. I was going to say that. Thank you. Because I'm going to cringe right now. I'm not saying it buys love. I'm saying she felt empty before him, and he gave her all these things, so she feels like she owes him. Right, but you should never feel empty because of material items. I completely agree, but when she's saying she wants to pay him back by buying him a car, she's not saying, oh, you bought me a car, so I want to suck your penis like it's not different <laughs> trades and sexual acts like, Roxy's doing great with this no cursing thing I'm really t- I'm trying guys I'm trying so oh, she's saying I was empty before but now my wallet's full but now that you're gone I want to spend my wallet on you so I can get out of this kind right. of old habits die hard anyway <laughs> should we move on from Drita it's kind of like a, a, a frustrating um, situation because only time will tell 
Yeah, you know? Only time will tell. I just hope the best for her. Because I really do like Drita. She's a really cool girl. So she's I just hope chill the best for as her. hell. I like she her is. a lot. You know, mm-hmm. she she just seems down. And she's I think real. she's really pretty. And mm-hmm. she's got this great little body. And she's, she's rad. I like her a lot. So I'm really hoping Lee doesn't screw over. I agree. And her poor kids. So let's hope for that. Yeah. Aliyah and Giselle, they're sitting there. They're probably like, oh, my God, we have this happy family until crashing So unstable. Down. Back unstable. and forth. Okay, let's talk for a second here about Storm and Karen. More specifically, just Karen in general, what's going on with her. There's this guy, Storm. Now, have you been following the Storm storyline? He works at this. He owns a uh, record where you go and record. A recording studio. A recording studio. <laughs> yeah, there this, you go. This thing, you know, with microphones and music, and I guess my words just aren't coming to me tonight. But anyway, he owns a recording studio. Right. And Karen <laughs> is now investing in it. Mm-hmm. And so she's his boss, kind of. But she, last week, was like, ooh, Storm, he's so sexy and he's so into me. And Storm's like, sup, yup, uh-huh. Like, so monotone. He's not flirting with her, nothing. Wow. I don't know where she got the vibes. I think this is total dick in the soup. Producers called Storm and they were like, listen, you call Karen and you ask her on a date. And we'll put you on TV and talk about your recording studio. And he was probably like, Okay. And then they went on this date, which, first of all, having a first date on film, gotta be awkward. I don't think that it's stick in the soup, I think. Really? Yeah, because Karen's oh, so Tell giddy me. about it, it doesn't look like she's acting. Oh, I, I don't think she knows. I think it's, oh, you think that it was just set uh-huh. up with Storm and the mm-hmm. producer. That's interesting. Well, honestly, I don't know. I just think he's high, and that's why he talks like that, and he's acting like that. I don't think it's, like, pulling teeth for him to, like, sit on a date with her. I think he actually no. probably thinks she's kind of hot or whatever and cute. She's sassy. She's just, like, she. I think she has a pretty face. Like, I like totally. Karen. And she's down, whatever. The only thing that's, like, weird to me, like, I don't mix business with pleasure. I don't know about you. Like, I mean, and if I did, like, I would probably be smart about it, like how she's being, but I don't know if she's going to stick to what she's saying about it. Why do you think she's being smart about it? As in, she's saying that if, you know, we're doing pleasure, I don't want you to fall in love with me. Like, I think she's being serious with that. Like, I don't want anything. I just want to have fun. Like, I think that's literally what she wants. I mean, how do you help your feelings? Once you cross a line, the line is crossed and there's no end point, you know? But not every girl gets attached. Not every girl, but how does she know he's not the kind of guy who would? Or how does he know she's not yeah, the kind well, of girl Yeah, well, that's the problem with, you know, mixing business and pleasure, and that's why I don't do it. But, you know what? I, mean, I just think that neither of them need each other as a business partner. So I don't think either of them care. Like, say the relationship goes south. Right. And they have to end the business part and the pleasure part. I think they're both like, all right. Shake on it, peace. Have your studio back. I, right. I don't need it. Like, <laughs> nothing to lose. Neither It of them. would be different, though, if they had um, met, hooked up first, and then got into a business together. Right. Because then they they already know that they can work together if they're deciding to do business after pleasure. But doing business and then pleasure could really screw things up. Wait, I think the opposite. Really? You think that if they were hooking up, and then they do business together, Yeah, it's better than if they do business and then hook up? Yeah, and I'll give you a few examples. Maria and Kevin, like, they're a prime example. They met each other, and since 
that like since they started like seeing each other, they kind of like built this business relationship where they both had a mutual understanding of what they wanted out of life and they helped each other get there, you know? And I think once you realize like you actually work with somebody, that's okay. If you hook up and and it goes sour, then you know you're never going to get into a business with them. But if that's a good point. it goes well, then you know who cares if you're going to be with that person for a while, then why not do business? But when you do business, then hook up and things go wrong, what do you do? Well, then at least you got your business out of the way. Yeah, but true that. <laughs> no, I, I guess it could go either way. I could see what you're saying, definitely. Yeah. I just think that the more you can separate them, the better off you probably are. Mm-hmm. Could, Agreed. Could this be a long-term romance? Do you see them being compatible? I actually do see them being compatible, to be honest. He's very chill, and I think she just thinks he's sexy, and she likes the whole music producer thing, and that he's not involved with the mob for a first, you know? But yeah, well, that's and important. also she it could be a rebound because of you know Dave cheating on her. So let's talk about that right now. Dave living in Arizona with her daughter and his girlfriend in her home, not the girlfriend's yeah. home, Karen's home. Um, We can talk more about it in predictions because we know she's piecing out to AZ, but what do you think? I mean, they're they're not going to get back together. She's trying to move on. We already hear from Love that Karen hasn't gotten any ass in a really long time. Is Storm the rebound? Is she still crushed over Dave? I'm sure she's crushed over him because how can you not be when you have a relationship with somebody for a long time and have a child? Like, that's got to be really hard. But... So, yeah, it could be a rebound, but at the same time, when I'm watching her, like, giddy over this guy's storm, and their communication even at the restaurant, they were having a good time. They were hitting it off. I think she enjoys his company, and he enjoys her company. How about that line where she's like, what's your favorite base? He's like, home base. What's yours? And she's like, the outfield. And he's like, there's, there's nothing there but balls. <laughs> I didn't really like. Was she trying to say because she doesn't have sex a lot? Like, what was that about? I, I don't know, but it ended up sounding like all she wants is balls. Right? She's like, for once in my life, I was not trying to make a sexual comment, and now here I am in ball. But you are because you asked him what his favorite base was. Like, that's what I don't understand. I only liked baseball. <laughs> Do you think that that possibly could have been taken out of context? And they were talking about baseball, and she was like, "Do you play?" And he was like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, what's your favorite base?" Maybe, but that's a weird question to ask. It is. I would say, weird. what's your favorite position? Uh, you know, she, yeah, that's outfielder. When she, exactly. When she calls him on the phone, the conversation. This is why I didn't think she knew. If it is Dick in the Soup, I don't think she knew because on the phone she's like, it was such an awkward phone call, but you could tell it was real. She was so giddy and happy, but she's also like, I'm food shopping. Oh, what are you food shopping for, baby? That is awesome. Um, for uh. Italian food? Oh, sweet. Do you like Italian food? <laughs> I love Italian food. I, I love Italian food, too. <laughs> I haven't like, gone out in so long. It's just so, like, it was just yeah. ridiculous. Like, What kind of conversation is that? Do you like Italian food? She like, didn't know what to say. What is he supposed to say? No, I hate Italian food. So you're telling me you don't like any sort of meat, pizza, pasta? <laughs> like, Who the hell hates Italian food? Not me. They like think they bonding. <laughs> they bond over the fact that they love Italian food. It's like, well, what the hell? But anyway, so I think we're going to be seeing more of him at least, right? And this is what I was telling. This I is great. Um, this is what I was saying last week to Evite. Oh, I miss Evite. Oh my oh, god! Wow. You know what we haven't done? What balls? 
balls. balls. God, uh, we got hosts in the outfield in there, huh? Oh yeah, hell <laughs> yeah. The mix between angels outfield and balls and balls okay. in the outfield. Ball. <laughs> Smuts the balls. It's kind of funny, actually. No. <laughs> it works. Uh, but I was saying to. Oh, gosh, I don't even remember now. Well, what I also wanted to point out is why I also think this relationship might work is the okay. fact that they can bond over their kids. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Because she said that. And they're both really personable. Like I said, they had a really, like, nice conversation. And I just feel like they have similar lifestyles. And you know Wait, what's funny? can you funny? do that one more time? Lifestyles. My oh. surfer girl now. For the people listening hey. right now, she's just like kind of doing wave movements with, with my hands. The left step. The left step. Hey, hey. When, well, why I, are you turnpiking for us? Oh my god! Is there a mob wives dance? Um, there is like no mob wives dance yet, but we have to create one. Oh my god! But it can only be done in everyone's in studio. Okay, <laughs> so only why can be when done. we go to see Adventures of Serial Buddies uh, afterwards, you're gonna teach me a dance, and you can choreograph it, and then I'll try to do it, and then we can perform it next week on Mob Wives. What if we made up a dance move? That no one's ever seen before. And it blew up just like the Harlem Shake. And it's called the Mob Wife? You know what I mean? And then everyone started doing it. We have a dance cam you can go ahead and try right now. You Oh, you guys put a dance cam in? Is what it that? What are you talking about? The dance cam, yeah. The dance cam, it's to the upper, it's to the left this? and up of Roxy. Oh, yeah, that, that one. one. You, That's you, awesome. You booty shaked I think I've booty shaked for that. Before. You have. Okay, we'll do it next week, yeah. though, because we need to give you some time to prepare. Plus, Although, I'm in a really short okay, dress with right nothing now. Can you give us something? You do look really hot. You got to give us something. Thanks. A little dance move. You guys, this is why I should have worn heels today, because I'm in sandals right now. I knew it. I was like, I'm not going to show my feet. Whatever. Oh, who it's cares? Okay, He's a hottie. So what do you want me to do? Should I do something fun? Like, try to invent the mob wife. Oh, I could do the mob wives, like, open. Walk. How oh about yeah, that? yeah, yeah. That's good. Perfect. All right, guys. I'm taking my headset off. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> so this is. You guys know when they walk in. I wish we had a fur oh, coat to give you. Big, big, big. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can we hook up the song and then we can do. Um, we, I wish we had a big fur coat and like all the bling. I know. Right? And there we go. Oh, what do you got? The leather jacket. Yeah, it's good. Are we getting yelled at? Not mad. Oh, he's not mad. It's that, Should I keep this on? It's that she's so short. Oh, oh. Her up so people can see. Oh, her. they can't oh, see. Oh no! So, time to do your walk. Do the walk go. in the air. Yep, with the with the look. Oh, we gotta get the music back going. Oh. Yeah, wait. We need the music on for this. That's not as cool. All right, again, it's on. <laughs> there we go. So good. So good. Thanks. I mean, it looked cooler when I was walking, but I also like how Phil picked me up because I was pretty hot. Too. Our fans hey. have missed Sasa Gabbett. I know, right? Okay, I'm going to go off headset for a second, but I'll be back. <laughs> or I'll just like whack you and then oh, wait, Mob Wives style, you'll never come back. Everybody will always wonder where you went. Creepy. Okay, so... All right, I'm back. <laughs> but seriously, let's invent 
Oh, when we have, uh, when we finally are all back in the house, we'll all do the walk. Yeah, we're gonna together. Make Kev, we're gonna make Kev do it. We should do the walk everywhere. It will be a thing. Like we'll go to the movies, do the walk. We'll go. We'll film I don't know. At, when we everywhere. go. When we go to the Adventures of Serial Buddies premiere, we're gonna film us doing the walk, and <laughs> we're gonna do it next to the cutout of Maria and get like her that. to get her to walk with us. We'll carry her. I like that. And That's then a really we'll post good idea. it, and then you guys can all love us forever. And we can Instagram it too. Be cool. Okay, so you have requested that we talk about the various <laughs> relationships on, on this the show. show. And mm. I think it's an interesting point because they're always changing. And how many Lees, Daves, like, there's just so many. So many. I know. Okay. So one of the people that we hear talking to her ex on the phone for a good amount of time is Love. You know what I'm talking about. She's on the porch oh God, and she's yes. talking and she's like, why don't you believe me? I've been engaged 10 times since you, but you're the only one I'll ever love. Mm-hmm. What? What? Huh? What's going on here? I, I just feel like, like I said, these women are very weak on the inside and strong on the outside. Emotionally weak. I feel like they rely on their men. Maybe it's the Italian thing. You want to be dependent on people. But you ever have that friend that is always in a relationship? I feel like that's how these women are. They can't be single and alone. Even though they've, sometimes they were alone, you know, when their husbands or whoever were in jail... You're still not alone because you're still attached to that person. Right. So I feel like these women can't be single and like they don't love themselves first. And do you think that has to do with their upbringing or why are they like that? I think it has to do with their upbringing. The loss of not having a father in the house or a grandfather or whoever in their family was in the mob got taken away. I mean, you didn't have that figure. So they're overcompensating for it by... I don't know. They're so just emotionally they're just, dependent right. on a man. So they're emotionally a mess, but physically tough, and they use their tough exterior to try to hide their soft interior. Right. But really what they all need is a man in their lives. I don't know if it's that they Not they need, need a but. real man, but I don't know if it's that they need it. They just need to love themselves first and then figure it out. But what is about this the comment a real man? People say that all the time. What does what's a man a real that's man? good to you and doesn't cheat, ladies? Like that's what I mean. Throw the snap in. You know what I mean? Throw the snap in, girl. A real man. A real real man. That that's <laughs> what I'm saying. No, but a guy that doesn't cheat. I like this song. Wow, it's be our theme song. Okay, <laughs> but what I wanted to say about love is that when that was she was a quick soundbite, it was really a great impre- one. You're doing great in there, by the way. In there. Thumbs up, baby. Okay. Um, so love when she was on the phone with her ex boyfriend Fate. Which what kind of names are these for us? Yeah, yeah. I, I could out there. Uh, thank God you said that because I didn't understand what she was saying. I was like, love and fate it goes together. I was like, freight, freight. I couldn't understand. Yeah, I couldn't fate. either until like it, they said it three times. But. Yeah, they kept saying it and every time. I stopped rewind. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was no. weird. God. Damn it, Roxy. I was doing so well. <laughs> so, um, Love was on the phone, and he, and Fate said to her, you know, since you ran away, pretty much like she got away from him. Right, right. But in, during this whole conversation, I'm thinking, like, come on, this guy is a player. Have you ever had that ex-boyfriend or ex-hookup that's just, like, milking you on the phone and always contacts you even though you broke up three years ago? Like, that's this guy, and that's every man in these people's relationships. 100%. Past, like, all the past people. And I was thinking to myself, if she was with anybody else right now that was keeping her busy, she wouldn't even have taken this guy's phone 
call. It's just right. like, you know when you're sitting and you're feeling kind of alone and you're like, I need attention right now. Who can I go through my phone book and text? Mm. And I'm sorry, if you say you're not guilty of that, women, you are. We all do it. We've guys all do it done too. It. I'm sure guys do too. We've all done it before, especially you're out drinking. Somebody's not hitting yes. on you that night and you're like, oh my God, what am I not hot? Who can I talk to? My ex-boyfriend of four years ago. That's why they hey, say no drunk text. you? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it happens all the time. I've even done it sober. I think I did it fucking yesterday. Yeah. Oh, no. I was, oh, I'm, I gotta get back on track. Anyway, so I think I've done it before. I know I've done it before. I think I've done it within the last 24 hours. It happens. I get it. Oh, wait, the best part, send me pictures, was the last line he said to her. I'm sorry, guys. What is this? Like, Okay, great. Send pictures if it's, like, long distance. I don't even know where he lives, but, I mean, you're not together. Send me pictures. If any guy sends me a selfie of himself and I met you a day ago, you're a loser. I'm never talking to you again. What's with this naked picture-sending trend of our generation? Like, do you are you into that naked picture-sending? No. You know what? My ex-boyfriend used to do that with me, and I would never send him a picture of myself because I have too much, like, pride. I would never do that because you don't know where that picture is going to be and I if know. you're going to break up. I mean, come on. I wasn't going to marry him. Like, what— Where's that picture going to go when we break up? Have you ever gotten a dick pic? Yes. Yeah, I think it's weird. I think it's weird. (laughs) Not like a close-up, but a full body shot. I think it's weird to open up your phone and have a dick pic. I just don't get it. It's weird. I don't understand it. Like, if you want me to see it that bad, just invite me over. Well, you don't need to send that shit to me. (laughs) That shit's everywhere now. But that's why they invented Snapchat. Okay, I don't have that because I think it's bad and you can still take that picture. But anyway, I'm just saying, if you're not dating somebody, if you're not planning on like seriously marrying somebody and you're just sending naked... I had a guy send me a picture the other day, somebody that I'm not talking to. <laughs> Shut up. We hadn't spoken in months and I just got a picture of him and I was I like... to hear this. I'm like, what the hell? And he sent, he's like, send one back, PLS, like, please. I'm like... I didn't even, I was like, what the, no, like, are you out of your mind? Guys are weird. So anyway, that was just a little tangent. That's great. She's not the only one with a rocky relationship right now. Oh, wait, but before you switch subjects, let's not forget this woman's been married or engaged multiple Multiple times. times. She goes a couple times, and by a couple, I mean a couple Yes. she. I don't know what it is about her because she's scary as hell, but she gets all these guys and they all are so hung up on her. It's because the weak thing, the guys sense it so they know that they can have that woman like right there and then when they want them. You think so? Yes. 100%. Am I now allowed to move on to other people yes, or do you, you still want to talk about love? No. I, it pains me to talk about love for too long because she's the only one of the women who actually makes me nervous. Why? Because she she's poisoned people and stabbed people and all the other women oh, are like, okay. I punch people, I whatever. Why, why do you keep laughing? Looking. Oh no, I'm laughing because I mean, honestly, that was news to my ears because I haven't really like been on the season right, like you right. have, you know. So I didn't know these things. Okay, she, her ex husband, she's and her ex husband, her they were together, and the ex husband's uh, mother was standing there, and she stabbed the ex husband. Are and you the, joking? And the, her mother in law was there. These girls don't play around. Like, this is serious. This show is she, no joke. And she talks about it. No joke. It's no joke. But all these other women are like, I'll kick your ass. Love actually will. Wow. She'll kill you. That is scary. She's scary. <laughs> like, can you imagine what would have to happen for you to, in front of your mother in law, stab her son? Well, you definitely have to be mentally off to do that. And she knows. First of all. She knows. It's insane. Like, you do not want to mess with this chick. I'm glad I'm not in her family. I know. She scares scares the living crap about me. 
anyway, let's move on. I want to talk about um, the situation with, they go to Alyssa Marie's house, which is Ramona's friend. Right. And they go there, and Alyssa Marie is a designer, and she designs leather purses and fur coats. Do you own a fur coat? No, I don't. These fur coats look like they're about 100 pounds. Like they're dra- I'm not a fan of fur coats. I don't think I could pull it off. It's like, even on them, I think it's kind of cool, but there's something that's a little trashy about it, even though they're so expensive. I agree with you. I don't really know what it is. To me, I don't look at that and think it's classy. But, like, okay, I have a question for you. I don't know if you're going to know this. Let's Maybe you will in the booth over there. But what a, yeah, PETA. Would they be opposed, are they opposed to you wearing, like, faux fur? PETA. Like, fur that's not real? No, PETA's into faux fur. They are about it. Yeah. Okay. They still like, throw paint on it, though, because they can't tell the difference. They can't tell the difference. But if you, like, I guess speak out and say, like, listen, I don't wear, like, animal fur or whatever. Because I honestly, I don't really believe in that. Like, I have a dog. I, I love animals. Like, who needs a fur coat? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't really need it. Who cares? I'll wear faux fur every day. I'll wear fake leather, too. I don't care. You know what I mean? No, and I wear real leather. I'm, I'm I wear, uh, well, I do wear some I know. I feel leather, bad about it. But, shoes and stuff. but I'm not, like, coming out in a full to my feet fur. Like, yeah. My dad. They look like cavemen. My dad's like little hot thing girlfriend came over the other day and she was in this like real fur from her neck to her feet, like massive thing just draped. And I was like, honey, it's just like, it's so weird to see. It just like looks like crap. And it's an extra like 20 pounds on your body. That's not even comfortable. Yeah. And I just don't know. But anyways, it's an old Hollywood trend. It is an old Hollywood trend. And it's like our parents age. I I mean, my mom owns first off. I don't like it. I know it's in my grandma's closet. And sometimes I go and try it on. And then I'm like, nah. Okay. But anyway, they're at this party. And I just thought this was so not class. I guess before we talk about this, we have to talk about the conversation that Karen and Ramona had about the engagement. Right. And then we can talk about the fight they got in at this party. Sorry, I'll go back for a second. So Ramona, who's engaged to Joe and has told nobody about it, is going to pick up the ring from the safety deposit de- uh, box because she needs to tell Karen and the rest of the girls, but most importantly, Karen. Mm-hmm. So she does this, and she's like, I'm so excited because Karen's going to be like, tell you so supportive. That's not what she sounds like at all, but she, yeah, <laughs> you know, she's being naive, thinking Karen's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, and she is like, it's going to be fine because Joe is going to get out on bail for a week, and it's only going to be like $8,000 <laughs> to have the security guard around him. That's insane, by the way. But finally, she tells Karen, and Karen's like... Are you out of your goddamn mind? You're, he's going to go to jail for a minimum of eight years, and you want to get married to this guy? I'm kind of with Karen I'm on with this Karen one. I'm with Karen, too. But, on, okay, this, is, this was her response, which is really what got to me. This is what Ramona said. Mm-hmm. She said, opening that box, I was so happy because it was beautiful and it wasn't small. How about you're happy that you're marrying the love of your life? You're yep. happy. You're happy opening the ring box because the ring's pretty and not small. What? Like, what kind of a thing is that to say? You should be like, I am so happy opening the box because I was so surprised that he did this and I love him so much. Like, you're happy because you're putting a ring on your finger is basically what you're admitting. That t- that says to me right then and there that she's not going to be happy. Right. It says it all, and I'm like sitting there thinking, 
this chick, is she crazy? And she's so naive. And I hate that she's arguing with Karen, who's her friend, giving her advice. Like, stop getting defensive and listen to your friend. And if you don't agree, fine. Agree to disagree. Who cares? Right. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. But then anyway, they go to this party, and all the rest of Ramona's friends, once she uh, tells them, they're like congratulations, including Renee, who's usually the most real, and like, I'm going to put you in your place. She's like, if this is what you want to do, I'm so happy for you. And you see Ramona's kind of giving her two cents, and Ramona's like, listen, it's not like you just stop loving somebody because they go to jail. I just think that how, and, and the news and gossip we got last week from Evite is that she's planning on having a wedding while he's in jail, so he won't even be at the wedding. She's women need a lot of therapy. Like, she's just going to have the wedding party and he's going to be in jail. I don't even understand how that's possible. I, don't, I that's really what, I, don't. My mouth, was, I, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, I don't even know what that means. I don't understand why. Like, okay, I'm sorry, but I don't believe that there's only one love for people. Or maybe there is, but in a normal situation. This isn't a normal situation. Right. I think that she can find someone else that's going to be better for her. You know? She doesn't need to be with somebody that's a criminal that's going to be in jail for most of their lives because she's being light eight years. I think he did like a pretty serious crime that the government's watching them like a hawk. She said eight, ten, fifteen years. uh, Yeah, she doesn't even know. It's going to be a lot. Even Ange, Big Ange said, you know, cases like this, the husband's going to be in jail for a while. I understand if you're. I understand if you're married to somebody for a few years. And then they go to jail staying with them. But why would you marry somebody who's already in jail? You know what I mean? Like, what a weird time to get married. I mean, you know they're going to jail. Why are you going to put yourself in that situation? It's not like you guys have been together your whole lives. You guys were already married and now you're standing by him. It's like... Na- it's just the weirdest thing for me. Why would you want to be alone for a really minimum of eight it. years? I don't understand it, and I'm hoping that somebody talks some sense into her. If I was her friend, I would like introduce her to a guy that I think she'd mesh well with and bring him on a date or something. Get her mind off this other dude because she's not going to be happy. She's going to have a husband in jail while she's at home like twiddling her fingers. It honestly got filming it, mob wives. It, it makes no sense. I really don't know. The the last thing we have to talk about is this Christmas party mm-hmm. that Big Ange is throwing. By the way, cuz you haven't been here, I haven't gotten your opinion on Big Ange. Are you as obsessed with her as I am? Because I mean, I feel like everyone is obsessed with Big Ange. Like Big I'm Ange is amazing. She's I'm in love. she's Big Ange cuz of her big personality. I love that woman because she just has these one-liners that are insane. She's incredible. She makes the show interesting. And and she doesn't have beef with anybody and she's just awesome. But she's Did you hear how she was like, did I miss something? Like in yeah. her in her one-on-one interview, I thought it was so funny about the whole um Ramona so and Karen fight. So funny. She's just the funniest woman yeah, ever. Yeah, she's just straight up. She's like, "Well, huh? What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, exactly. She's great. But anyway, she's throwing this party and she wants it to be the seven of them. And obviously that's an issue because uh, last time, Renee called Carla a husband effer, and Carla poked fun at Renee's disease. I only put it in quotes because the way that Renee said that was ridiculous, but I'm assuming she's talking about her drug addiction. And um, Renee now doesn't want to come to Big Ange, and love is sick and not coming to the party, and it's just like turning into the day from hell. 
So, I, I mean, I don't really know how this is going to go. I think that this is probably, again, the producers being like, we need you guys all to be in the same place at the same time so we can film. And Big Ange is like, sure, I'll throw a party because I'm Big Ange and I love these people. Right. And, and these people all have issues. It's crazy that I feel like every season there's they switch who they're against. Right. You know, they're buddy-buddy one season. That next season, they hate each other. They hate Drita. There's hate always Carla, somebody then... beefing with another girl. Right. But I the, just don't get it. I'm nervous because last time there was the butter knife issue where, like, there was the knife raised when they were all together, etc. <laughs> so ghetto. <laughs> I mean... It's really funny. Do you think... Pointing that, knives in people's faces. Do you like, think what? if you were on the show, for the good of the show, you would show up to Big Ange's because you're trying to make great TV? Or would you be like, no, I really don't like that person. I'm not going. I don't care how much I'm getting paid. It depends what's going on. Like, if you really know that you never want to associate with that person ever again for the rest of your life, it's that serious, then I wouldn't go. If it's, you know, a stupid little petty fight you had and you're going to make up next season... Then go. Who cares? And Next just don't, season. You know what I mean? Like, don't talk. Can talk you, to the eight other people that are in the freaking room. Can you imagine thinking of your life in terms of seasons? Like, <laughs> being like, this season in my life, I'm doing this. Yeah, I don't really know season what they're thinking, but that's life. how I think of them. Oh, so. my God, absolutely. <laughs> so that was basically it. The only last point that I forgot that we didn't talk about, and I just really wanted to quickly get your opinion on this, was one sentence that happened with Renee. So now Renee's out of rehab, um, and she's not... popping pills anymore whatever and she's talking and she's saying aj's still with his girlfriend and i'm back and i told my dad about my addiction and she says that sweet it was pills and alcohol right i guess i don't i think it was a whole thing she was like when she was listening to things she's like yep and i was on xanax and oxys and clonopins and whatever so she was just like so she says she isn't going to pick up a drink or pop a pill but she wants to and that's the problem now, here's my thought process, and I, and I wanted to see if I'm so out of line on this. Don't mm. all people, oh, don't all addicts want to? Isn't that the whole point? She was like, I'm getting nervous because I want to. Right. And I think everybody who's an addict wants to. It's about the willpower not to, even though you want to. Which I think I she think, did say that nobody's going to bring me down. Right, right? but I don't, I don't think, I think she thinks the problem is that she wants to and she wants to stop wanting to. I think even people who are alcoholics for 30 years still want to drink. Right, but it might get better with time. I think the urge gets better with time, but yeah, it doesn't really go away. That's the you whole- quit smoking 20 years later, you're, if you smell it, you'll probably want it. I think that's by definition what being addicted to something is. It's right. not that you stop wanting it, it's that you stop using it. Right. So I think she needs to make sure she has that clear in her head because I feel like she's waiting for this magic moment where she's like, I don't need those pills. I don't want them. They don't seem that that wouldn't be fun. They're always going to make you feel better and take away your pain in the moment. That's got to be so hard to do because I like I'm not really a drug person. I don't really do anything like that. So I don't really know what her experience is like. But what I do know is that I am addicted to sugar and bad food, and I feel like I understand how hard it is to, like, give up certain things in your diet and right. also maintain, like, your healthy lifestyle of, like, exercising and stuff like that and, like, trying to lose weight. It's so hard to keep that up. And, like, you I, the can, end goal. I can under—you have to think of the results, and I honestly, like, can understand what you, a drug addict goes through in a sense because— 
I feel like I am an addict to like chocolate or whatever. Because like I don't know if I could give that up. Like I have been trying and like I have these sugar urges, you know what I mean, for sweets. And it's so Hard, because it is addicting. You ask anybody. It's Hi, addicting. Hi, my name is Gabby Loren, and I'm a No, but do you know what I mean? Like, some people have that sweet tooth, and Hi, it's Gabby. so hard. <laughs> and a lot of health people will be like, oh, eat fruit. It will help you. No, fruit doesn't help. Like, fruit's great, but, like, it's not helping me. It's not chocolate-covered fruit. Exactly. It's no, not I chocolate-covered I do get what you're saying, and on think of, think of that times a thousand for what? drug addicts are going through. So I do sympathize. and I Times can, a thousand, but at the same time for certain people, like, I don't think I can actually give it up. Like, I honestly have urges. That's what I'm saying, but even in, I'm, I think even in, say you didn't eat sugar for 20 years. I don't think in 20 years you're like, ew, sugar is disgusting. I don't even want that. Once you could get that far, but I can't get that no, I'm, far. No, I'm, what I'm saying is, you're not listening to my point. In 20 years, Say you didn't eat sugar for 20 years, I don't think you would be like, ew, I hate sugar. I don't even want that. I still think you would want it. Right. You just have to have the self-discipline not to have it. Right. So I don't think, I think she, hard. she's like sitting here, Renee's sitting here, my point is Renee's sitting here waiting to, for the day where she's like, I don't want alcohol or drugs. Right. That day is never going to come. But the day that you decide your life is better without them, and when you can decide that you're not going to do them, that does happen. So I just think that's a big problem with addicts. Their mentality is in the right place because they're expecting unrealistic things to happen. They're expecting for their mind, for their wants to change. And it's not your wants that change. It's your habits that change. And your lifestyle, which I could totally get because if you make those changes in your life, the quality of your life is better. And that's usually enough to motivate you to keep on that track. Right. I know we just had like a little AA meeting here. But it's cool. No, I'm all about it. That's why I actually really like shows like this because... Even we could be helping someone out there. People think it's crap. You know what I mean? People think it's crap. <laughs> but even on Jersey Shore, you know, in the situation, at the drug problem, whatever, things like this, they're real. And it happens to people. Not just like, oh, randomly some people. A lot of people. A lot. All the time. For especially our generation or these years, yes. painkillers are like huge. Huge everywhere huge it's an epidemic you mm-hmm. know it's like the hippies and lsd our our time period and painkillers right. and people are just popping them left and right and it's scary it's dangerous so i think it's great when somebody who's a role model on tv goes and gets help and the reason i think it's so important once you get help to stay with it is because people are watching her mm-hmm. and people are looking up to her even though it's silly to think i'm looking up to a mob wife when you see somebody who can stick with it you you get the strength to stick with it and i, I really just hope she can Stay sober and stay through it, you know? I 100% agree with you. 150. Hell yeah. Okay, so now that we just did that, we covered the episode. We can move on, but unfortunately, because we don't have our Evite, we don't have our news and gossip chick here for the night. So we're going to have to come back next week with double the news and gossip. So we'll just skip to stuff. I have uh, something Ooh, for you. look at you. It's not really news and gossip, Always but when you, guys, when you guys do this uh, dance thing. I found this little song that you guys might little might like. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll it in. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> I like the wise guys because they know how to treat women. Big hands. I like cars. Ooh. I like, I like a nice houses. I like gorgeous cars. I like cars. I like diamonds. Like the wise guys. Is that Big Ann? Sounds like it. Honestly, like, yes. she would be a great singer like with that voice. 
Dude, you gotta see the picture that we pulled up last week of her with, um, the, what was it, with Playmates? Yeah. Really? Oh my god, she looks awesome, too. I really like this song. This is great. Where do we find it? I just, it's a rap tribute to Mob Wives, Big Ann. So, like, they didn't record this serious. Like, she didn't go in a studio and do this. They took lines from the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, so let's move on to some predictions. I feel like I just rolled my R and I I don't know how to do that. Predictions. It's a really hard thing to do. Can you do it? Raul. Um, Pedro. Pedro. I sound like an idiot. Rooks. <laughs> I can't do it. I just made Roxy. it up. Anyway, okay. So, <laughs> in terms of next week, what we gonna see? So, is um, everybody gonna bail on this Christmas dinner? We already know that some people are sick. Some people are just backing out. So, love is sick. And she's saying she can't come because her glands are swollen. <laughs> and Renee doesn't want to come to Big Ann just because she's like, I'm recovering and I don't want to be around alcohol. Are they going to actually come? Who's coming? No one's coming. Anyone coming? I mean, I don't issues? I don't think Love should come because she looks really sick and yeah, I wouldn't want that sick. in my house. Um, Renee, I think, should suck it up and go because she has other friends there. Who cares? And everyone loves a good fight anyways. And what about Carla? <laughs> Carla, whose only friend there is Big Ange and Drita, kind of. But I think they, like, suck it up and go. If you have one or two friends there, that's enough. Who cares? Right. Get over it. Like I said, they'll make up soon. It's not a big deal. You know it's coming. So is that going to be the focus of next week? Yeah, I think there's probably going to be a serious argument again. I mean, I think they brought up the knife thing in the commercial for it. Yeah. So they're going to get into that again. And also we know that Karen's going to Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Um, and I don't know if we're... We know that we see her at dinner with Dave, which means that he let her, them film. So we'll see. There's something where, like, they're both at war with each other and they say something like that. So what was know. the scene where they were, like, she was on, like, a hike or something? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, it wasn't dinner. It was a hike. You're right. Okay, I couldn't understand yeah, what couldn't, she, he or she said. something about war, but I didn't know whether they were with each other or, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I it didn't know what. I'm confused, too. So we're going to have to hold off on that. I think next week, mm-hmm. Wow and Evite will both be back here. It will be the four of us. We'll do our Mob Wives walk. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure, which would be amazing. Until then, you guys, go check out Adventures of Serial Buddies. It's awesome. Go see it. If you live in those big cities this weekend, be there or be a loser. All right, Roxy, where can we find you? At Roxy Stryer on Twitter. Where can we find you, baby? At Gabrielle underscore Loren. And follow me on Instagram, Gabby lo 87 She insta some really cute things. I do. do. It's so much fun. Anyway, until next week, (laughs) peace. Bye, guys. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. See what? Oh, Buzz, you <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.